What is good, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Stay Tranquilo podcast, where we're going to help you stress a little bit less and enjoy a whole lot more. I'm here with my boy, Courtney. Um, we'll, get, we'll get into how we know each other, but um, we got a really good one in today for you guys. Um, I'm really happy. I know we've been trying to do this for, for a, a minute already, so it's, it's good, and I think the timing's awesome for this. So um, I'm pumped to have, it, uh, have you on and, and, and get this going. For sure, for sure. Um, so uh, tell, tell, here, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, um, you know, kind of like what you got going on in your life right now, and, and we'll definitely get into how we know each other. All right. Uh, I'll try to make sure it's, um, it's not like information-filled, right? So a couple things. I'm one-third of a Live Today podcast on all platforms. That's number one. Number two, I'm one-third of... Um, Alive Elite, which is my uh, health and wellness company where we focus on, like you said, like stressing less. So we do like to put our main focus on counseling, Mm -hmm. life coaching, um, aquatics, teaching people how to swim as well as just aquatic workouts. Everybody can't lift weights. And then obviously the physical portion of uh, working out, like coming to the gym, which where we are now. Um, And then, yeah, I went to FIU, went to Coral Reef, like just Miami born and raised pretty much to the fullest and um yeah I try, I try to be tranquilo bro I try to be chill exactly. bro he's always, he's always definitely been that way for I sure mean, uh you know to give a little background and insight of like how we know each other we you know for a lot of people that know fit to run and daylight mall right. r.i.p but <laughs> <laughs> um it was it was that running store in the bottom of daylight mall right, and i think you were there before i got there right or, or I don't even remember, bro. I don't I, remember I, how. Maybe, maybe I was. Because you knew Alecos, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and all, all, all. So Alecos was the one that got me the job there. Right. And then uh, we just had like a little squad yeah, there that sure. that um that worked there, we, and we it was a good time. We recognized BS from the get go, yeah. and then just kind of hung out. To be honest, Fitzeron though was uh, as like crappy as a place it was. Right the the like the environment there and like the people that work there like oh, for sure it was like it was a cool work work environment yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it was only like one person who we like nobody really got along of course with, there's always but, that one guy there's you know like, but other than that it was pretty cool um i always say like my my best and worst job was party city because i literally had to do everything yeah but get paid like crap and then I would put number two as fit to run. Like, that's how you know I felt. That's like, how I felt about Sports Authority. <laughs> I worked at Sports Authority before. Really? And it was just like, dude, that, we had one manager that he was just like a pain in the ass. Like right. every single time I had a closing shift, because I would go to school from like till three o'clock and then my shift would start at four. Right. So go there and then closing shift was literally moving every single thing on the peg and moving all the way to the front and yeah. putting a clip behind it. Right, right, right how big is sports of course, authority of course so that that was a pain in the ass sure. and then another thing was sports authority ended up closing right and then i started to realize that every store that i work at ends up closing down <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like hey, let's is not, it me is hey, it me <laughs> let's not let your manager now hear you say that yeah, yeah you know, exactly you might but, be the death of shit <laughs> yeah, i might be that's the trends right now that's but wild. yeah so you know we've known each other for a couple years couple now years. we've been wanting to do a podcast for a while like he said he's got his own podcast called is, is it alive today alive today yeah. on, on apple and spotify right apple spotify i think the only place we're not is like uh title and soundcloud some random yeah, stuff like yeah, some yeah stuff i don't even really so yeah i check out his podcast you know obviously we thank you guys for for tuning into this podcast Absolutely. and anyone on the live awesome thanks for listening i forgot yeah i, I, forgot. <laughs> I forgot too but um you know check out his podcast and and we're gonna get into a little bit more because i want to get a little more into like what the alive brand means like kind of like what that message is because i know there's a good message behind it um and i and i think more people need to know about it because like one thing to me that 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 stands out about like your brand and 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 you obviously is that you know you focus on like the whole picture right it's not just, you know, just doing exercise yeah, yeah, and yeah. calling it a day after that. Like, right. there's a lot more to it. You talked about, like, the mental aspect of things and how some people are, have limitations and you cater to those limitations. Right. So so t- tell people a little bit more of, like, kind of, like, your 
your motive behind why you started, I guess, alive, yeah. and then like kind of how like what the message behind it is. So the the first thing before I even started training people, I was coaching track, mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where I felt the most comfortable. Like even now, like I love training people like individually, but like coaching is like the biggest thing because you actually get to take nothing and turn it into something or the best thing that it can be. Right. Um, and I mean, at the you know how like when you're starting something, you don't really know what to call it. So I went through. We're a, just talking about that I on the way here. A plethora of names. Like yeah. I went through active and like, bro, I don't even remember like some of the so wagon. Shit, you know, yeah. so much crap. Like, and then um, one day, like I got this one client who she had just well, two actually, two clients. She had just come off of being pregnant, and it was one of those things where she was like, I have to fight for my life because. Like, I don't know where this is going to, like, end up. And this is, like, this shit has nothing to do with nothing but mortality rates for women of color and minorities, so Hispanics, black people, uh, so on and so forth, is extremely high in this country. Right. So for her to already have gone through a traumatic experience and then seek help after that, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, like, you're just fighting to be alive. And then it was one of those things it where just, you just, it yeah, just clicked, like, that, that switch like in your head. Clicked. Some of this stuff, I don't know, can we curse on it? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Some of the shit. Okay, I just want to make sure. Curse as much as you want. So <laughs> some of the shit that we say ends up sticking with people longer than it sticks with us. Right. So it was one of those things where I train her, train her, train her, and then boom, alive, she said it back to me. And I was like, oh, damn, like, I like that. She was like, nah, like, you said that to me. Right. I was like, all right, cool. Like, well, sometimes you got to, like, hear yourself while you're talking right. to the other person. And bro, I'm one of those people, like, I can do th- a lot of things off impulse. Right. So, like, I'll know what can work, but I'm like, you know what? If I just try this and let's do it. So and like that, imp- right? So like that impulse, like I'll say a lot of things, I'll do a lot of things, and I'll know what I'm talking about, but I'll just try to like switch it up so like everyone can understand. Everything's a teachable moment, so you never want to leave or go to sleep at night or whatever without having learned at least one thing. Something from the day. So I always try to make sure I teach like the most complex things in the most simplest ways. But when somebody gives me something back that I taught them, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, Damn. I did say that. Yeah, yeah, it came back around. So that that's pretty much where the name Alive came from. I brought I like it that. to my partners, and they were like, yo, like, let's deal with that. Like, you know? And honestly, like, the name, I see it continually, like, or continuously evolving. So, like, Alive Elite is the name now, but then Alive Training and Performance might be the name in the future. Right. And that's one because well, alive can branch off to so many different exactly, things. Exactly, exactly. So one, that's one thing. Like me and Kenny were talking about like a couple years ago, like ATP, because ATP is one of the most readily things in your body that you need to like be active. Yep. So I was like, dang, like maybe I should like. But I also want to make sure like it doesn't become a whole separate entity just yet. Right. For the simple fact that I want it to kind of take off where it is, and I, and I see like you're like what. I want to take off where it is because I want people to understand we're all living, but we're all not alive. Like, where okay. you are in your uh, perspective of life yeah, no, is true. very different. Mm-hmm. So before I change it to something, I want this concept to be, like, felt. And then we'll go to the okay. next one. You I like know? that. So like you said, yeah, I always see the whole picture, and I want... And I, and I, I like to kind of, like, feed off of, like, what you just said, that, right. that, that statement of, like... We're living, but we're not alive. Right. You know, like, and, and the way I perceive that, that statement is like, so we're going through the day-to-day, you know, we're going through life. Absolutely. You know, we wake up, we make breakfast, we go to work. It's routine. We go to school, it's routine. But are we really awake? Are we really al- alive? alive right. You know, like, we're just, we're just going through the motions. Right. What, what does that mean, exactly. you know? Exactly. And to me, one of the, like, my thing is, like, I don't want to leave this planet, this life, right. you know, with one, regrets, but two, saying, like, did I, you know, did I live the life that I really wanted to Absolutely. live? Absolutely. And part of being alive is, like, doing everything in your power to live right. the life the way you want to. Like, Absolutely. on your terms, on, on on what you want. Because the limitations that we create on ourselves is what kills us. Right. That's, that's how, I, how I look at it. Limiting beliefs. Who says that? Right. Limiting beliefs is one thing that Tony Robbins always yep. preaches about. 
And it's pretty much learned fear or learned behavior that's not of our right. inner being. external forces that you're just saying, this is right. how it is. Right. This but, is how I'm supposed it's, to think. It's, it's how it is. It's because that's what our parents have taught us. Yep. That's what our Exter- friends... Yeah. External... You know what I'm saying? Like, our environment growing up, Imagine basically. if every idea you've ever had was always given an eh mm-hmm. instead of a go for it. Exactly. So you will always be like eh to your most amazing ideas and now you just gave it 10% less value yep. than what it was initially. So that's one thing that like, like you said before, living the life that you deserve or the life that you want to live. Mm-hmm. If I were still working at some of the places that I was working at, number one, I wouldn't make as much money as I do right now and number two, I wouldn't be as happy as I am. I'm able to do what I want to do on a daily basis. Bro, would you believe I, I work like four hours a day? Yeah, And crazy. I make two times the amount of money that I was making working for somebody else. I put my own value on the things that I appreciate, exactly. which is my time mm-hmm. and my knowledge. Time, time is the most valuable thing. And we see that now in this pandemic. So it's like, okay, we get our time back, but people are still shitting on it. Yeah. So that's one thing, like, yo, being alive is not just being active, it's the social aspect, it's the life aspect of just being okay with the choices that you made. You know what I mean? So that, that's one of the biggest things that I wanna get across with the entity that is a live elite before it does change and evolve into something else, you know? Right, so and, how, and, and how long has it been that you've been doing a live now? Uh, I wanna it's say- It's been a couple years. It's been already, a couple right? years, like, before, before actually like buying the LLC and buying the name and the entity, probably four years in total. Okay. But like, if you go to like Sunbiz, it's probably like 2018, 2019, something gotcha. like that. So it's only been probably two active years. Yeah, because you had a vision of like what you wanted to create. And then uh, to me, at least, you know, like when I started this, it was like, I had a vision of what I wanted to do, right? right? But I didn't know exactly what I wanted to get out of it or, right. or, or, or you and know, all of that what evolves, the outcome though. of it. But all, it. All of that evolves as you go. And that's one thing like, I had a podcast with on a live today where we was like we were like just start. Right. The whole podcast was about just start, and we just named a shitload of things like if you want to start a business, start. If you want to get a car, start. Find out like everything's on Google, everything's on YouTube, like Anwar said. Like yo, just everything is on YouTube. Everything's on YouTube. Just I learned how to do this podcast through YouTube. on YouTube. Right? <laughs> and guess what? Once you found out, you just started. Exactly. Why? Because if you would have waited, somebody would have number one taken your idea. Yep. Because once the idea is out in the atmosphere, it's gone. It's gone, yeah. Someone said, hey, damn, that's a good idea. I'm going to maximize off of that. I don't know where this idea came from. It's because you spoke it into existence, and now it's in somebody's mind. Yep. So, boom, if you would have waited, now it's somewhere. It might not have. Floating in the the universe for someone to grab. It might not have evolved to this, but it would have evolved into something. And now you're like, dang, I waited instead of just starting. No, it's true. I I think one of the – because – one thing, and I think more now than ever, because of this whole coronavirus and all that, is like the unknown, and people are, are scared scared right. of that. You know, and like going back to what you were saying about like the whole fear thing, right. and and how, how much of it of an impact it has on our on our everyday life. You know, when we live with that fear. Um, but you know, taking that 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 kind of like leap of faith and just saying like, don't look five years ahead from now of like what could happen. You know, obviously you want to envision and you have you want to have a goal of right. like, yo, this is what's gonna go down, and I want you know I want to have a successful company and I want to have a successful brand and right. yada yada yada. But when you're so f- fixed on that, you're, you're you're lost on what you're doing right now. Right. You know, like this moment right here. I know I'm here with you, right, and we're. We're, we're, you know, we're providing a value to people to out somebody, there. You know, right. it could be one person, right? But I know that that trickles off to two, three people. Right. You know, and then your audience trickles into two, three people, exactly. and and like that's the impact. That's why we do what we do. Absolutely. You know, it's not it's not just for the monetary or anything like oh, that. Sure. It's it's because we know that we have the time and the and and the capabilities of impacting people through whatever our experiences. No, for sure. Are. It's funny that you said that. People who do podcasts who aren't involved with like big companies already, they're probably not gonna see yeah. that monetary value until like five years from now. At least, yeah. So you yeah. have to love putting out content in order for you to see the value in it, in order for monetization to come back exactly. to you. Exactly. Like, bro, I put out like, I wanna say 48 episodes. And I looked at like Anchor the other day and I was like, dang, like it's only 15 bucks. Yeah. But then I was like, fuck it, like, that's that means, 15 bucks that you never made right, before. Right, like that's yeah. 15 bucks for like an hour. Like, bro, somebody somewhere is making a penny. Exactly. Somebody somewhere is not making anything, and I'm putting out content Content to that's people. valuable to someone, and 
hey, Yo. you make a couple bucks from it, sick. Right. Why not? Yeah, why exactly. not? So it's one of those funny things about about podcasts, but. And how, what, I know, obviously podcasts are big and, you know, you started off, like you said, you were a cross country coach. Right. What made you want to like venture off of like, you know, I don't want to just do training. I understand like the power behind like, you know, the mindset and providing value through like advice, through the swimming, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. what made you branch up? Because obviously this was based off of like, you know, you were an athlete. Right. And right. you knew what to do there. So what, what was it that was like, you know what, there's a little bit more to it than just so. That. You know, one thing that's big in conversation right now is privilege. Uh, white privilege, black privilege, female privilege, male privilege. And one thing that, that's big in conversation or that gets swept under the rug, I would say, is um, athlete privilege. So people think athletes have it made. If you go to a college, a high school, right. the professionals, oh, these athletes have it made. They get to walk into class late and they get to like not turn in assignments <laughs> and shit like that. Remember the big campaign, I want to say a year or two ago, was shut up and dribble. And then LeBron switched it to like, we're not going to shut up. Whatever his, whatever his anti-campaign exactly. was. But it was one of those things where just because you are a certain type of person, people will look at you in a certain type of light and it's very monolithic. You never want to get put into a box. So I say all of that to yep. say like coaching track and coaching cross country and coaching athletes in general, I saw a lack. And the lack was the social aspect of it. Outside of sports, who are you? You know what I'm saying? Like yep. people are always gonna yeah, look at LeBron you and Jordan as people that are that, that have played sports their whole life that they they kind of lose that identity. Right. I, I that happened to me. I played Bro. sports my whole life, and then I didn't know what the hell is out there besides you, that. You you can go to a five star athlete. We have five star athletes coming here yep. all the time, and it's like, oh, well, like what do you want to do? I want to make it to the NFL. Course. What happens after that? What happens after your first contract? Because 80% of the guys get a first contract, but yep. 100% of them barely, not even 100, that's, that's too high a percentage, but 20% barely make it to their next contract. Exactly. So after that first four to five years of making it to the NFL, making it to the NBA, who are you after that contract? You're going to be a millionaire or a hundred thousandaire. And that's why they say a lot of people end up going broke because you don't know who you are exactly. because now you've been given all this money, you've been living this lifestyle, and now it's been taken from you because you had no plan. Yeah, no identity. That, that was your right, identity. Right, that was your identity. So once it's gone, that's it. There's so nothing the, else. So the social aspect is missing. So I realized, like, okay, with, with this business, let's have a life and guidance counselor come in. And let's just talk to these athletes while they're in school. Yep. So we're trying to get, or we're working on, I can't say too much about it, but we're working right. on getting a contract with the county. And we're going to come into these schools and not only show what the physical aspect of living this lifestyle is, but the social aspect. Because that's one thing about going to gyms like you fit 24 Like people like going to gyms to like get fit, but they go to gyms to see who's in there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like you go into the gym to see that fine chick with the gym shark shit exactly. on. Exactly. Like you go in there to see the fine chick with the freaking alive yeah, gear and on. And then you're going through the you're going through the Kenny's laughing like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. No, but you're, you know, and and I think it's more than that too because then you're going in there and okay, yeah, you're lifting all this heavy right. weight and you're getting strong and you're getting big. That's awesome. Right. Good. You're taking care of your body, but it's like. For who and for what? For who and for what? And then you end up having that conversation with this random person like, hey, like, what do you do? But what if you can start that conversation before you see them for two or three months at a time? What if I told you, like, the first day you walk into the gym, you lift weights, and you see someone is like, hey, can I work out with you today? Right. People are so socially awkward that they don't even know how to go ask someone how they're doing. Yeah. And why? Because they're learning how to be robots in school. So if we can combat that, we'll teach kids how to be entrepreneurs right off the bat, just by having a conversation. Because everybody wants to be a doctor, a police officer, a lawyer, right. but they don't know that you can own the building that the lawyer rents exactly. out. You know what it's I'm saying? It's perspective. It's perspective. And now you're owning this one building with 10 offices in it, and then you're doing less than, the, like, less than a quarter of the work that somebody else is doing, yeah. just by one conversation. So that's pretty much what the social aspect of Alive is pretty much going to be teaching. That's just one of the social right. aspects. The other is just getting things off your chest. 
Imagine how many of us there's one. Yeah, two, three, speaking. There's five men in here. What are some things that we haven't said to other men about what we're going through? Yeah. That's another like aspect. social aspect of fitness. And it's that's me- what yeah, mental fitness. The mental mm-hmm. fitness. And that's what's missing. And that's pretty much what the Alive brand is about on that aspect. And I, I think it's awesome because think think about sports right now, right? right. I mean, they evolved fit physically, obviously. I mean, we're, we're seeing some of the, the craziest athletes. Isaiah Simmons, to me, right, the right, kid right. from Clemson, is like the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the epitome of, of being a beast, a right? Monster. So obviously we've evolved in that realm you know, of, of, of sports physically. But to me, the thing that's more important and it's a thing that's starting to become very very aware look at um kevin love right yeah he's a really big mental health advocate panic attack in the middle yeah, of the court. Yeah, yeah. um the other dude from the trailblazers um i'm forgetting his name right now same thing deals with depression really yeah so these are high profile athletes millionaires, that, millionaires. they kevin durant okay kevin durant kevin durant's issue is different um, so pretty much he's always been in the positive like light to people. Right. And as soon as he started getting attacked negatively, oh, yeah. he made the, well, he he's already, very reactive. He's very reactive. And imagine not being able to know how to like combat that with a positive reaction right. or just take it and say, maybe I do need to fix this negative thing about myself. Exactly. It, it, it clicked something in his head that he was like, oh shit, what, what, what is this? This has never happened before. If people hate on you, it's for a reason. Yeah, you're, you're doing something you're right. You're doing something right or you're doing something wrong. Or wrong, yeah. And if it's wrong or right, whatever that criticism is, write it down, mm-hmm. evaluate, evaluate yourself, yourself yeah. and then say, okay, maybe I should change this or maybe, nah, I'm going to keep going with Exactly. It. And imagine being a millionaire, playing sports, doing what you love, and then having anxiety attack in the middle of a court. That's human. Because all of these people It just are shows. Looking. They're not superheroes. They're, they're not, not you know, they're normal. Like writing things down is so that's like one of the not, main things we teach. Of course not. It, right. it, again, it goes back to what he was saying um, that we're taught, you know, men have to do this. You know, you, you can't be a certain way because it's not, you know, it's not tough. It's not manly, whatever it is. Bro. But we're all human beings at the end of the day. And whatever works for you works for you. Right. And, and going back to what we were saying, these high profile athletes are showing they're not invincible. Right. You know, they have their personal problems that they got to take care of. Right. And no one's made that a priority. Who's the guy there in the locker room making sure that that dude's okay? Right. He's going, he's going every day to practice, screwing around with the other players. Right, Everything right, right. seems right. And then behind scenes, he's not. I mean, there's other guys that, how many guys have we seen that they drug overdose in the middle of the season? Right. And For they were, sure. and all these guys are like, the, the guy from the Angels not too long ago, everyone coming out. He was the sweetest dude, yeah, family yeah, yeah, man, yeah. all this. He had been getting pills from one of the trainers for over two years. And, nobody and no knew. one had a clue. Nobody knew. He had a he had a problem. Why? Because he never used his voice. Right. Only one other dude said something. And then that guy's not gonna use his voice because that's right. their connection between the right. two. But that that just shows how, like you said, the social aspect of of athletics, I right. think, is is a legitimate problem because Athletics is this whole other world. thing. You, it's a whole other world. You gotta be itself. physical. You gotta be mentally tough. But you forget that you're human right. and you can have certain problems. Right. And I, I think that's huge that you're able to preach that on your platform because I don't yeah. think enough. I, you know, Kevin Love is now starting to be an activist yeah. for that. Yeah. And I think that's big time because it's opening the door to the youth. But imagine if he wasn't Kevin Love. Exactly. Would he it, have still been able to get that out there? as efficiently as he's doing it. Because we're having a conversation about right. it. Right. But if he wasn't Kevin Love... But you have to appreciate him because he's utilizing his platform. No, 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 of course. But I'm saying is, imagine if he was Kevin Love that worked at some office in the tech world. Right. He didn't have like a... Who is he? Yeah, who's going to listen to him? He didn't him? have a platform. Well, you're just some random tech guy. Exactly. Why so am like, I going to listen so to you? why don't people... And I guess I know why, because they're always... They want to be perceived in the right light. Right. But why don't... Why doesn't everybody do it? And it's because imagine if you have 1.2 million followers. Imagine if you lost 30% of those followers. Because you spoke truth. Because you spoke truth. Truth can set you free, but it also messes with your pocket when you're used to living a certain way. Or you're used to donating a certain amount. And it's like, you damn if you do, damn if you don't. You know what I mean? Like, a quick side note. We all know who uh, Virgil is, right? The off-white... Um, whatever, off-white, off-white brand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
with everything that's going on in the pandemic, and I know I, I want to get well, back to like us, but I know we'll okay. get there. Yeah, yeah. Virgil donated fifty dollars to a, to some like social justice whatever, mm-hmm. and he got killed on social media for it. But how many other people who killed him didn't donate to it, that was, same? I'm glad you brought that up because like, I say this shit all the time. So it's like, and, and this is and this is why I'm tying it back into the social aspect of things, right? Yeah. Mental health is so fucking important. But imagine how he feels now. Like, damn, maybe I should have donated fifty thousand instead of. But what if things aren't good on on his end financially? Exactly. Yeah. So you don't know. You don't know his story. People are quick to judge and right. point the fingers and, and say something, and you don't know anything. Up, I'm sorry because I didn't That's donate insane. enough because you guys didn't think it was enough. Oh, same thing with like Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos donated uh, during this coronavirus, like I think 1. it was like point two million dollars, yeah, 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 something yeah. crazy like that, and everyone's like. That's not That's enough. That's not enough. You're a billionaire. He's a, he's a billionaire. That's like... You don't know the difference between networking and liberty. Kylie Jenner donates $20 million. Like, she has $100 billion in the bank. Right. She doesn't. Yeah, exactly. She can't sell stuff. Right. She can't donate stuff to promote her. Exactly. Right. And again, what you said, the people that opened their mouth about that probably didn't donate anything. They didn't anything. donate shit. Didn't donate anything. And, and all you did was donate a negative remark that doesn't turn into a physical value. Yeah. And now we still have kids who don't know who they are. Like, like, come on, bro. Your, your dad is the biggest basketball player in the world and used to have an identity crisis. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now, shows, yeah. so now you want to go play soccer because you're afraid that you're going to get judged to that high value of who your dad is or whatever. Like, I feel for, like, LeBron's kids. I feel for Dwayne Wade's kids. I feel for right. Chris they're, Paul's and, kids. And in and, and some people's eyes, they're giving the world. They're giving the world. Their spotlight is so high. It's like, you know. They, they, they're tied to that identity. They're not, they're not, I don't know their names, like right. Ronnie and whatever, yeah. but that just shows, I don't even know their names. Right. You get what I'm saying? I just know them as LeBron James, LeBron kids, James as, kids, as Dwayne Wade's kids. Right. And that's the label that they have. Yeah. So that's not, it depends, you know, maybe they're strong enough to be able to hold that and, and, and figure that out. But if you're under the age of 18, you shouldn't have to deal with that shit. Yeah. When we were all kids, bro, we were cartoons on fucking Saturdays. Yeah. Waking up late on Sundays and then going back to school on Monday to have a conversation about what you saw on Saturday. These kids now, yo, like you got to go to, okay, I don't want to say the kid's name, but the kid I was training today, speed, speed training with me an hour and a half, then lunch. He's 16, 17 years old. After lunch, he has to go do hitting practice. After hitting practice, he has to go, like luckily school's out, yeah. but he would have to do like an hour, two hours of studying. His life is just... It's, yeah, yeah. It's like, where do you have the time to go be a kid? To be on a kid Sundays, and to figure out what else do you like besides this, you know? On Sundays, he wants to go to the beach, but it's like, you got to rest because Monday we start over. Or Monday's school again. Yeah. So it's tough. It's tough. And I, I, like, I just want kids to understand, and, and even adults, yo, it, it's not all as cracked up to be. Yeah. There are plenty of people who are better than Jordan that chose a different route because of the social aspect of things even though the money would have been amazing yeah. jordan drinks fucking vodka every day have yeah. you seen the documentary yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's freaks he's crazy i didn't know that much about his gambling yeah oh he's, it's, it's he's, crazy yeah. don't believe everything you hear no, exactly but, but he I, does I gamble a yeah. lot yeah but you're you're a you're I a basketball assassin and nobody knows and you outside of that outside of that so now you have to keep that competitive edge and the only thing you can do now is gamble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I mean, yeah, yeah, I think I think too. I think too that it's like, you know, figuring out what it is because it is hard, you know, like to figure out like who to be, what to be, and all that. It's just like, but like if you just break it down, you know, and and and, and put it into like little pieces, right. it's like start off by just figuring out what in the world is it that you just like. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. and and you may not know it, and it's not that easy to say, oh, but I like this, but I can't really make a job out of this, or if I like this, I can't be that, whatever right, it is. Right, right. But it's just like start off with that. What the hell makes you happy? Right. You know, what the hell is the shit that you enjoy? For sure. And then going off of that, and then doing life experiences and figuring it out. You know, like I didn't know anything about a podcast. I didn't know anything about running a company. I didn't know anything about anything. Right. You know. But experience is what taught me. You know, it's right. the same thing. You you didn't know how to run right off the bat. You had to I was, I, you had to trash. figure that out, I was and then trash. you didn't know if you even liked it. And then the more you did it, you're like, damn, I could do well, this. I like the people around me. Running's different, and I'm, I was actually gonna allude to that. Growing up, it was about football. My cousin is a professional football player. It's crazy because football and track 
they, somehow they, always co-mingle. Right. Yeah. So, like, growing up, it was about football. Like, my cousin's a professional football player now. Shout out to him. But one thing that he would have probably never known is I was thrown into football because he was so good at it. Exactly. So they expected me to be just to be like him. Or better. And yeah. I'm good at it, but I didn't have the passion behind it, so I didn't put as much effort, effort. into yeah. it. And growing up, I knew, like, if you weren't him, you weren't good enough. Like, my people still talk about him to this day. So it took for me to get all the way to high school to find out there were other sports. Yeah. Like, I could never dribble with the left, so basketball wasn't it. And then here comes track. One of my, one of my coaches, he was here the other day. He works for UM. He was like, yo, like, like, I don't know what I was thinking having you run out there. But I was like, bro, you saved my life. Because <laughs> if, if it wasn't for you throwing track at me, I probably would have been at Walmart. And no disrespect to the Walmart workers. Right. But track got me to college. Track got me that extra little bit that I needed. And through track, I was able to learn all the things that I do now. I was able the to learn lessons, business, the life lessons. Like the I, discipline, I, yeah, all that. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah man, it, It's like you can't get, you know, obviously, like, for, you know, anybody that they've done something their whole life. You know, there, there's a phase where it's always going to come to an end, whether it's at the professional level, you know, in high school, whatever it is. Right. It's just like being able to pull whatever it is that you can pull yeah. from that life experience and then moving on to whatever's next, you right. know, feeding off whatever you've been doing for the last two, three years. Right. And sometimes you got to start freaking fresh, dude. And, and this, is how I, <laughs> this is how I go full circle with the business, right? So we already know, like, it's a physical thing that you have to have being an athlete. Yeah. There's a mental aspect that you need to have being an athlete and a regular person. But what happens when it's over? You can't work out or train your body to that limit anymore. Right. So here comes the pool. So you get, like... I, honest to God, I just learned how to float last Sunday. What? I just learned how to float last Sunday, and that's one of the major parts of the business. So I have a business that teaches you how to like swim and all that stuff. I know how to swim to save my life, right. but I can't swim for like leisure. So whatever, we go to the beach. I'm, I'm like, you know what? Let me just give it a shot. I lean back, throw my head back. I'm like, oh snap! Like I'm floating. You know? and, and it was one of the, it was one of those fulfilling things. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Imagine those people who want to continue, like continuously work out once their career is over with, but they can't push their body to that limit anymore. Right. You can get in a pool and do all the same exercises. There are bars that you can take in a pool and you can do power cleans. There are like water dumbbells that you can still do. Yeah. Yo, like and there's a whole other life. It's joints. easier on the joints. And like, I'm trying to like tell people like, yo, listen, I know a guy who owns a pool business that makes more money than LeBron. But kids don't know that. So it, it just exactly the, the illusion bro. is just that you need to you got to be an athlete you got to be a celebrity you got to be a TikToker you got hey listen I don't hate on TikTok no I don't hate on TikTok either I don't but, hate like, on TikTok but, that, but that's but that's like the illusion that's out there right I, I definitely there don't hate on it there are five professions there's there's Instagram there's TikTok yeah there's athletics judge police you know what I mean like it's yeah. the basic the basic stuff, the basic yeah. stuff like that so being a business you know like uh. I don't know, just yeah. Uh, owning a construction company, you don't have you don't have to know shit about construction. It's to like be a, owning, you know what I'm saying. We live in a, we live in like in a world where like you you know you could be your own boss. You could be your own like. It's popular. Poor restoration. There's a guy there that 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 he has a legitimate business, right? And he's paying employees and helping a family. Like that's yeah. that's the lens that you got to look at because you know they, there's these monster companies and yes right. you know they could be good or bad right there's always good and bad and everything right but at the end of the day there's a family that's coming home every single day with food on their table because that company is supporting them yeah yeah there's hundreds yeah. of employees there's hundreds you know they're, they're being taken care of right so and like you said it comes back full this circle this company you probably can't see it on these cameras right. but this company uh clean pro they make hella money really hella money they have like three, four trucks that you see here, but then they have probably 10 trucks every morning loading up with equipment to go and clean out a mold and fire and that's whatever. It. Like, like, yo, that's a company that like someone owns. Yeah. And they're having, yeah, no, and they have a legitimate business. It's a legitimate business. And that guy's making money, supporting his family. 
supporting multiple, multiple families, families multiple yeah. families and you're right you don't and have to be you know this high profile anything to, right. to you know live a life that you want my uncle was he worked at FIU for about 10 15 years just retired a couple years ago he went to a trade school he didn't go to college he went to trade school learned how to fix air conditionings and he was the head guy at FIU. Anytime an AC broke in any he building, was, he was a guy that they called damn. to come up with a plan and then give it to somebody else and then they did it. Oh wow. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah, these yeah. are job yo, he lives he lives in the back of freaking Kendall. Big house. Exactly. But these are jobs that like it's not glorified. Right. Somebody yeah, no, has no to one's do this. praising that man. Right. And and it all started with, hey, it's a conversation. I don't think I'm going to be able to go pro. I'm, I don't think I'm going to be able to sustain four more years of school. What can I do? I can take up a trade that's going to take one year, right. start from the bottom, work my way up, and then boom, now, after whatever, however long it takes you to get through high school, however long it takes you to get through this trade program, however long it takes you to get to probably three to five years of working in that field, for 20 years of making $200,000. Like, I'd rather $200,000 over 20 years than $5 million one year. Sure. Because I know there's, like, you can sustain that. Yeah, exactly. You, you're, you're, having, you're, having, you're having growth throughout, the, throughout that time. You get that $5 million, you could spend that $5 million Bro, just as fast. And in a month. Even, <laughs> exactly, probably even faster than how you made it, you know? So it's like, you gotta you gotta figure out at the end of the day what it is that's gonna build a susta- sustainable lifestyle for you. Right. That's gonna keep you, you know, for lack of a better term, alive. Alive. Yeah. That's the entire point. That's the entire point. Like, like. We're good. Okay. Um. So yeah, that that's that's pretty much the entire point of, of the brand is just teaching people how to be alive and not just survive. You know that's what big. I'm saying? I like that. I, I want like you to thrive. Yeah. I want you to like. Be alive and thrive in it. That's a good line right there. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> that's just the point, bro. Like, I, I never, like you said, I don't want to leave this earth with regret. Exactly. Uh, my dad, and I'll pass it back to you, my dad lives near this old folks community, and I go there at least once or twice a month just to have conversation with them, whatever. And one of the ladies was telling me, like, yo, while you're in your 20s, just live it up. Because I regret not being able to start something. I regret not being able to marry the person that I was really in love with right. because I was afraid. Just, you know, just a bunch of regret, and I never want to be that I old that fuck person. saying I regret. Why the hell not- didn't I do that? Yeah. So you know, thrive, and it might hurt now. Don't, don't get it. Of course, twisted. there's gonna be yeah, there's gonna be pain points in it, but it's like you know what you're trying to go for. Where you're going is way more valuable than where you where are, right or now. the or the circumstances that you'll be in for a moment. Exactly. So that's that's pretty much where where I am with the business, and that's that's pretty much what I want to teach going forward. You know. I so know once we get into schools, man, shit's gonna be. No, it's big. It's going the education system needs help. There's yeah. no. I don't think it's super flawed because obviously I appreciate it and I think you know it's oh, for sure. it's formed a lot of good. That's good. a whole other conversation yeah, in itself. I, I, I do think that that it needs direction and 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 better you know better voices I guess right, right, behind right. behind uh, the education. But before we close it off, obviously sensitive times. Yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. you wanna we wanted to get into it. So um, obviously with all that's going on with the Black Lives Matter, right. um, I wanted to definitely get like your point of view on what's kind of going on. And, and your perspective of, of just everything that's kind of like unfolded from beginning to end. Not right now. This has obviously been something that's been going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously now more than ever, it's just come into like a lot more life. Um, I've never been more afraid in my life than I am right now. And why like, is that? I've never felt like I've had a target on my back ever until like even when the whole like I mean, and it sucks to say, like, even when the whole Trayvon Martin thing happened a couple years ago, I was like, dang, like, it sucks. But, like, that's kind of like an isolated thing. And I always try to, like you said, starting on the podcast, I always try to see the entire picture. Um, African-Americans make up 20, just or just under 20% of the population in America. And if you look at the amount of deaths that we sustain as a culture, it's a very small percentage why? Because we're a small percentage of the population. Right, ratio. But 
any percentage higher than one percent is too much why because now it's not an isolated thing it's more common than anything so you know you're thinking like oh that's a that's that's in florida but that's central florida that's not miami right that's minnesota that's not it's not here and, and then that's when the wrong it, lens to look at it. And then when you look at the amount of things that go seen on camera, you're like, damn, like how many things haven't, haven't been reported? Been reported. Yep. So now I'm like, damn, like I feel like there's so much that we don't know about the policies. And that's why the political aspect of things is being so exploited now. Like people are looking at the presidential like election like, wait, how come all you have to do is be 35? and a natural-born citizen of the country to be able to run for president. Right. There are no other requirements. Maybe high school diploma, but you don't have to go to college in order to be a president. You don't have to study politics to be a president. Yeah, anybody, yeah. There's, Anybody there's not much that goes into it. Obviously, we have the right to, to vote for these people, right. so we, we play a part in it. But we should also have a right to up but we the can filter out. we can filter out because right. America and is not very educated uh, in choosing exactly. the right person. And that's on the presidential scale. That's big. Let's go smaller. What are the requirements to become a police officer? What are the psychiatric things that you have to pass in order to become, because people are afraid of me. You know what I mean? Like if you didn't know me, well, you know me for years, but if you right. didn't know me and you saw me and you saw my homeboy walking here, like shit, like are, are we really where in the hood? Yeah. Like where are we? You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, unfortunately- but the, but the problem is people do Unfortunately, look at it in that that's lens. what we go through. Mm -hmm. So uh, I told a story on my IG Live like a couple nights ago where a couple years ago, I was not even a couple years, 10, 15 years ago, I was like 16. I was walking in the mall and this lady looked back and she saw me. She clenched her purse, grabbed her child and pretty much ran out of the way. And these are some of the things that we have to go through. So imagine somebody like that putting on a badge every day. Right. And now they see this guy who allegedly was trying to forge a check or a kid with a black hoodie on. Cool. We know it's hot as fuck in Florida, but guess how you don't get your skin burned? You put on long sleeves. You know what I'm saying? It's true. So yeah. he put on a hoodie to walk to the store and come back. Um, this other lady got her door kicked down because they went to the wrong house. And she, was sleeping. she was sleeping. And her husband got arrested because he shot at people he didn't know. know who they were. Yeah. But they were shooting at him first. So it's, it's just these things that like, we're always painted negatively, but nobody's ever asking us, hey, like, Y'all good? Because we see you're climbing up a hill with 50-pound weights on your back. Like, social aspect of my business. Nobody's saying, like, Yo, like what's going let on me hold you? that for you while mm -hmm. you take a breather and then put the weight back on. Like, we don't want, like, and this is just me specifically. I don't want anybody to make things easier for me. Of course. I just want an equal playing field. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's privilege in every, there's white privilege, black, black privilege, Latino privilege, but there's also a struggle in each one of those privileges. How come the only people who don't have privilege or who don't struggle is white America? And that's just one thing that we have to deal with. Like, the laws were never made for all of us to succeed. And there's only so much and so many of us who can. So it's just very stressful, and, and I hate having this target on my back. And yeah, man, I, I cried the other day. Because I was like, dang, like, that guy could have been my uncle. That yeah. guy could have been my dad. Yeah, because you, you relate to the situation. You say, that could have been anybody at the end of the day. Going to cash a check. Like, I'm going to cash it. I'm going to get money from my family. And however it started, we saw how it ended. And, and whatever, bro, like there's, there's just so many things that are wrong with our justice system. Like the, the, the Asian cop who could have just turned around he, he, and said, yeah. yo, stand up. He was already detained. Like, any, any, come on. anybody, I, I don't even know what the word saying, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever the term would be. Right. Sees what's happening in that situation and has to step up and right. stop. And to me, the biggest, it's, but to me, and it goes back to something that we talked about in this podcast, it's like the alive aspect, like right, the literally right, the, alive here. It's like right. aware, like you realize exactly what you are doing or are you so dead inside right, right. that you don't realize what the hell you're doing? Right. You or know? you're afraid to speak up against your own people. 
Because now, and, and I can't say that it's never happened, but if I speak up against you and we're in the same office, mm-hmm. I can get blackballed from certain things. But if I get blackballed from that, at least one person lived. Right. Why does this guy not, why is he not on desk duty after 11 or 12 cases where he's been, yeah, like he's done this before. He's been overly aggressive with people, whether they're white, black, or whatever. He has too many, like. Right, his track record shows that he shows that he shouldn't be somebody. This was bound to happen. And it's like, no, okay. And this is where policies come in, and I'll leave it at that. Exactly, yeah. The policies that they have, are very gray, and it's not black and white. But that's that's how America is structured. Right. As, it's crazy. Right. And There's that's so where, many loopholes And that's in the where system. you can get away with a lot of stuff and exactly. make a million dollars, or you can fail and be in the negatives. Right. So their policies state uh, excessive force can be used in certain circumstances. So whatever, let's just say he was resisting arrest, but you have two people, one on his legs, one on his back, he's already handcuffed. What's the point of his knee being in, like, your knee being in his neck? On his neck. None. Well, zero. Zero. But the gray area in that policy is he's still um, resisting or he still has a, a way of getting to us. Right. But that's that's you them just do, trying to find a reason to defend the, the, all the, the, the problem. All you have to do is move two inches south of his neck. And now... He might have like a cracked something opposed to a broken neck, which causes him to die on the spot. Cool. And then people are like, oh, all the people that were filming, why didn't they do anything? Because there's five cops there. Who's to say that they're not going to do the same thing to them? Everyone else was black except for the one white lady. So what if one of the black guys runs up and pushes the cop off? Now he got to take two bullets to the chest. So it's like... You damn if you do, damn if you don't. No, it is yeah, exactly. There's not. There's no one winning in that. In there's that, in nobody that situation. winning in the situation. So unfortunately, bro, like that's just the, the climate of the culture that we live in, and there's, n- it's not gonna change. You really, you really. It's don't. not gonna change. But all the protesting, t- t- all the looting, I, I get it's it. It's not gonna change. We can just start. Like, like we can just start the process now, but we won't see a change. That's fair. I mean, to me, where we can see a change, though, is in this right here. Right. Yeah. You right, know, right, right. where our, 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 our circles, right. you know, because going back to that same thing, like the ripple effect, you know, like we do our part together in our circle. Right. right. And we hope that in your circle, you're doing your part and you're being proactive. And how, however proactive to you is, you know, it's like going back to what we're saying, being aware of what you're doing. And hopefully your intentions are good behind what you're doing. But yeah. I don't think because the, my biggest problem is we look at it from like a global and national level. Right. But we have to take the baby steps within our own our circles, own, yeah, within sure. our own people, within our within our families, within our friends, you know, acquaintances, strangers. Yeah. Like how you were saying people go to the gym and they can't even say hi to the person across. You have you literally have they're to already wait. putting a label in yeah. their head. Like that's the structure that we right. have to change. We don't need politics to change everything. Right. We don't have to wait for the politicians to to do everything or our president or anything like that. Right. We don't need that. Right. We can do it. Right. You know, right. it, it starts with it how does. we carry ourselves on the daily and how we treat the other people around us. Right. You know, you see you see someone treating a black person incorrectly. Speak up and Speak say up. something to that dude. You know, but step the, up and say, hey, yo, this the, is not cool. This is not how it works. The common misconception with that is he deserves it. She deserves it. They must have done something. So you just keep going. Right. We're so numb because we've already seen the movies where uh, the black guys have the bandana on and the gold teeth. And <laughs> yeah, they're like, painting the picture. Yeah. So it's like it, they're, not, know, they're not giving a fair chance. It's, it is what it is. And, you know, un- it's unfortunate. And that's why it's never going to change because that role is always going to exist. That role in movies is always going to exist. Yeah. It's starting to change a little bit with like the bad white boy. But it's being the, the thing. The difference between it is the bad white boy is hot. It's sexy. It sells. <laughs> The, the 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 angry black guy with the like it's not sexy the con- yeah the he, connotation he, of you it know is what I'm saying true. so and that's why it's not gonna change yeah no, it's like, I, 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 I get I as, get what you're saying as much as we want it to as much as the conversation is starting as right. much as the looting and the and the rioting and the protesting we're being heard we're being seen 
But what steps are? What's actually coming out of it? What's, what's the result? What's the result from it? So I mean, I, I I I would love for even Trump, like as much as he's a dick, I would <laughs> I would love for him to come up with a black agenda that states this is going to change while I'm in office for the next four years. I'm not guaranteed to vote for you, but at least you at least do something to do show something. that you're proactive, right? On what's going on. And you know that's that's my take on it. It sucks, but let's just keep the conversation going. Keep like, the conversation. It's it's good to have those hard conversations right. too. Let's not wait for somebody to die. You know, exactly. It's to have not the to get to that point for someone. Just be a human. Just be a human. Yo, like, if doesn't matter. We're all pink in the inside. Right. That's, that's if you, it goes back to what I was saying before, right? If you evaluate yourself, things like this wouldn't happen. If you were talking to somebody about what's going on inside of you. Yeah. Things like this wouldn't happen because sure. you would be more um, understanding. Understanding, like, hey, like, were you really trying to forge a check? Exactly. And if that person That's lies, a, it's complete assumptions ninety percent of the time. Right. If that person lies, then you don't take it personal. That's something wrong with them. And right. guess what? It, it just made your job easier. Like, if you still got to take them down, you take them down. But you're good on the inside that you did what was right to start out with. Exactly. Have the conversation after whatever that conversation is. Right. Right. So you know, let's. Yeah, I, a little I, bit less action, a little bit more talking, so a little bit more understanding. Understand, um, to me, yeah, and it's communication understanding and understanding, is, is right? Big because on the way here, I was like, that was one of the things I was like, I think people literally just need to be more understanding right. and aware of what's going on. But mm-hmm. we'll get there. Communication, understanding, and then we take action. And then we take action. Yeah, exactly. Because then you're just flying blind. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but oh man. All right, my man. Yeah, I appreciate you for being on. I think this was a fucking sick episode, bro. Um, yeah, so to follow, obviously you have Instagram. So yeah, um, shout out the IG. So you can follow me at the new coach K, the new coach underscore K. And I'll tag all this so people can follow sure. it. Too. In my bio, um, you can go to aliveelite.com. We have a bunch of information on there um, about us. Uh, you can go to alive underscore elite on Instagram. And if you need somebody to talk to, bro, just reach out. And if I can't help you, like, I'll point you in the right direction, man. Like, that's, that's each one teach sure. one. You know what I'm saying? So, Amen to that, bro. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, bro. Yo, thanks, guys, for tuning in uh, to another episode of the Stay Tranquilo podcast. Stay Tranquilo. Make sure, <laughs> make sure to follow us on, on Instagram if you don't already, at Stay Tranquilo. Um, and if you want to follow my personal at the tranquilo guy, I was gonna say you before you before you like close out. Yeah, tell me. The name stay stay tranquilo is so big because, yo, like if you if you know what tranquilo means, you're like yeah. yo tranquilo. Like, like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like we just all need chill. a little tranquilo in yeah, our lives, bro. Like and it ties into it, it ties into everything, bro. Because when you when you're coming from a place of tranquility from right. tranquilo, right. Everything is a little bit more clear to you. Yes. You know, you could see things in a better lens, but that's another that's another fucking right, conversation. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right guys, thanks for tuning in and tune in next week for another episode. Yeah.